doctor at the end of their patrol. A bright purple glow suddenly appeared in the west, moving horizontally across the pasture land. At first they thought it was a light from an oil field. Then it began to move towards them, a great rectangular glob of purple light about fifty feet in height. It was accompanied by a smaller blue light. Good, who was driving, had his window down, and as the lights rushed towards them, he felt a wave of heat. Whatever the things were, neither man felt inclined to stop and investigate. Good jabbed his foot on the accelerator, and when they were some distance away, McCoy looked back and watched the lights rise upwards, flare brilliantly, and go out. Both men were understandably unnerved by their experience, so they drove back to the sheriff's office in Angleton, Texas. On the way, McCoy remarked that the experience had apparently made Good forget about a sore hand, for he was driving with it. Good was suddenly aware that he no longer had any pain. He stopped the car and pulled off the band-aid on his finger. The swelling had completely disappeared. Had he been cured by fright? Or by the heat from that eerie something? In that same night, September 3, 1965, four metallic blue plates swooped out of the sky over the town of Cusco in southwest Peru. Hundreds of people, alerted by radio newscasts, went into the streets to stare at the strange formation. The objects entertained them for about two hours, performing intricate maneuvers above the town. Another policeman was seeing lights in the sky that same night, but he wasn't quite as entertained by them as the citizens of Cusco. Officer Eugene Bertrand of Exeter, New Hampshire, on a routine patrol, came across a woman driver who told them that an elliptical red object had just pursued her car from Epping to Exeter. He calmed her, but he didn't take the incident seriously. A few hours later, he was called upon to investigate the report of an 18-year-old Norman Muscarello, who had also seen something weird in the sky. Muscarello led Officer Bertrand to a field near Exeter, and they both saw a large, dark object, marked by a straight row of pulsating red lights, lift above some nearby trees. It bore down on them and passed within a hundred feet of their position. Bertrand started to draw his gun, but thought better of it. He radioed for help instead. Another officer arrived shortly afterwards, and the three of them watched the object as it silently moved away at treetop level. This was the beginning of the now-famous incident at Exeter, which was carefully and thoroughly investigated by John Fuller of the Saturday Review. Officers of the United States Air Force later announced, We believe what the people saw that night were stars and planets in unusual formations. The planet Venus is apparently in very low orbit these days. Duluth, Minnesota was next in line for a visit from Venus. On September 4th, some unidentified flying objects, UFOs, passed over that city on their way to Cass Lake, Minnesota, where they hovered and swept the shore with a blinding white light. Again, they moved fast and silent, showing a series of colored lights. Another blinding light poured into the cabin of an airliner over Chile two nights later. The pilot, Marcelo Cisterna spent ten anxious minutes trying to outmaneuver the mystery object, which approached his plane on a collision course. It was a solid object, he reported, and definitely under intelligent control. After narrowly missing the airliner, the object paced alongside the plane and flew under, over, and around it. Arthur Godfrey, the radio and TV personality and private pilot of long experience, recounted a similar incident in June of 1965. A brilliantly lit object toyed with his plane for several minutes near Philadelphia. A carload of musicians in Argentina, on their way home from work late on the night of September 6th, was followed for several miles by another flying light. 
It flew close over their car, blinding them temporarily, then it rushed into the sky at high velocity, paused, and returned for another look. Another airliner, this one flying over Venezuela, spotted a glowing disc-shaped object above Margarita's Island on September 8th. Earlier that day, a round luminous object hovered over Valadero Lake, Venezuela, and was seen by a great many villagers. It seemed to land, but none of the witnesses could muster the courage to take a closer look. A week later, the radar at the airport control tower in Ciudad Bolivar, Venezuela, tracked an unidentified object at 30,000 feet. A number of residents observed the thing visually and reported a bright light giving off gyrating flares as it danced across the sky. On that same night, September 15, 1965, a great glowing spinning top settled down on the highway in front of two astonished policemen near Pretoria, South Africa.